Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Sex is the life force energy that runs through us all. Can you use sexual energy for your spiritual evolution or perhaps for emotional healing? Is it even possible? Clinical sexologist Dr. Martha Tara Lee will explore all these and more on Eros Evolution on Home Times Radio. Welcome to Arrows Evolution. This is where sexuality and spirituality meets. My name is Martha. I'm a clinical sexologist with a doctorate in human sexuality. And I'm from Arrows Coaching. That's EROSCoaching.com. And uh, today uh, is the 5th of uh, May in Singapore. And uh, in, in case you're not sure or you were not aware, um, the 1st of May was the start of masturbation month. And um, in the May of uh, in the month of May, every year I do something relating to um, masturbation or self pleasuring, and I just release a new sequence of uh, videos relating to masturbation month, and you may want to check them out by going to arrowscoaching.com backslash masturbation month, and I certainly encourage all of you to connect or reconnect with your sexuality this month especially. And in today's show, we're talking about love for long-term couples. And this is a huge and extremely important topic. Are you a couple who has been together for a while? And what does a while mean? For most couples, chemistry begins to fade after the first year of being together. After that, couples can sink into patterns of repetition, feelings of not being attracted to or by their partner, assuming rather than asking or communicating, feeling blasé about sex, and lackluster and hopeless about making any changes. So through tantra and sacred sexuality, you can learn tools and practices to either reunite or ignite your relationship for the first time. So it's about creating alchemy and learning ways to communicate with each other, sharing and listening from and with all your senses, creating intimacy through eye-gazing, breath, sound, intention, tantric positions. And today we'll also be talking about connecting with heart and sexual centers, which are also known as your chakras. Juice up your relationship with sexy talk. Discover each other's arousal speeds and erogenous zones. And so they're much more than you think. And being curious to explore, experiment, and engage with each other's needs and desires. Learn to heal and release any stuck or blocked energy that can hold you back from deep love and more in today's show. So my guests, Dawn Bag and Gerard Getz, I've had them several times on this um, show now. They are advanced certified Tantra practitioners and educators through the South School of Tantra and Charles Muir. So they individually and together provide tantric exploration for couples and individuals in the form of evening, full day, and full weekend workshops, as well as private coaching and extended immersion experiences. As a loving, committed couple of over 17 years, they incorporate the work and play of conscious and sacred sexuality into their relationship. This has deepened and strengthened their love, giving them an amazing bond of sweetness and depth to share with their clients. So residing primarily in Boulder, Colorado, while also traveling around the country, Don and Gerard are honored to offer the essence of their love of each other and this work, always creating a safe and sacred space for healing, awakening, learning, and growth. And their website is tantricsacredjourneys.com. So welcome to today's show. 
Hey, Martha. Nice to nice to hear you again. Hi. Hi, Martha. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. I love the two of you. And uh, we've covered many different aspects of your work and Tantra through the two years that I've been uh, doing uh, this show. And uh, we discussed this uh, previously and felt that uh, there was something that really needed to be addressed which uh, is uh, love when it comes to being in long-term relationships. So what are your perspectives uh, with regards to um, this this thing and what happens in uh, long-term couples? I, I mean, we, we talked about in the introduction, but I wanted to hear from your perspective, your work, what you see is happening in other couples. And uh, as a long-term couple yourself, um, maybe you have insights that you can share with listeners. Sure. So, so yeah, you know, Gerard and I will be celebrating our 19th anniversary next month. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we are a living, okay. breathing, real example of a long-term couple. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So just like, just like any other long-term couple um, has our, we have our challenges, we have our, um, we have our deep love, we have our differences, we have our similarities, we have, you know, we have, we have all the pieces that, that we see in many of the long-term couples that we work with, either privately or in workshops. And, you know, when we say long-term, that's, that's a perspective. Um, as, we, as you mentioned in the introduction, usually after about the first year, where, you know, the first year of most romantic, intimate relationships are, is, is really clouded beautifully, sparkling really beautifully with what we call chemistry, where we don't have to put in a lot of work or time or energy or thought about the attraction piece because that is there in our hormones. That is there in ourselves. When, when we're attracted to someone initially, it's new and it's vibrant and we're discovering each other and we're asking questions usually. And I'm talking about a healthy, um, an, a healthy new relationship, a vibrant, healthy new relationship where we're asking questions, we're curious, we're discovering each other's erogenous zones and sensuality and hopefully we are communicating what we need, what we like, um, through our body language, through our words, um, and through these 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 um, initial this initial attraction that is so strong. When that starts to wear off, and it does for every couple, what that timeline is for each and every couple is different. Um, but statistically, we read that after about the first year, that starts to dwindle. And that's when we have to find the under the under surface, the under the surface places of how can we bring more of what we call alchemy? How can we create the continued attraction, the continued interest, the continued curiosity, the continued um, the continued aliveness? and vibrancy and connection of a relationship that, is, that may be deepening in terms of intimacy and longevity, but is often fading in terms of attraction and spontaneity and newness and curiosity. So what we love to work with, with couples that we see in our tantric practice um, and in our own relationship, is how to keep the vibrancy and the curiosity and the communication and the anticipation and the aliveness awake and present. And we see this time and time and time again where couples have gotten lazy. They have resorted to old patterns. They have resorted to um, not really not really looking for or questing or being curious 
around where their bodies are changing, how their relationship is changing, and what each of them really need to to create that spark. You know, it really takes mm. both people in a relationship to be curious and open and interested <clears throat> in keeping that spark alive. So those are, those are the places that we're going to visit with today. Great. So um, one of the things that um, I hear again and again in my practice is that um, they say, oh, my partner is not interested. So what, what are some of the suggestions that you have or maybe languaging around that? Are their partners not interested in sex? Is that what you're saying? Our partner is not interested in being curious and exploring different things, including okay. Tantra, for right. instance. Um, well, I don't want to say get a new partner, but, you know, there, you need to have, and if you don't have initially have a chemistry and connection, you're probably not getting off on the right foot. So, however, mm -hmm. when that starts shifting, like Dawn was saying, and for a variety of reasons, um, people need to be able to try new techniques, try new ways to communicate. Now, why, why is not somebody interested? You, you really have to, you not only get too psychological about it, but you really have to find out what's underneath that. You know, usually, Behind most things where people shut down, there's some kind of fear. Now, what are they? What are they afraid of? So you need to create a safe place for each other, so you can feel open enough to say how you really feel, and what you really need, and what you really desire, and you need to weave those energies together. And both pe people have to be willing to play and work together. If they're not willing to play and love and work and explore together, you know, we have people that come together. Most people that come to us, oh, afterwards they leave and they're so much in love. And sometimes people come to us and after a few sessions or workshop, they go, we're really not meant for each other. And we really, you know, thank you so much for being there for this part of my life. And now I know what I really need and want. And that happens too. So. There's many answers to that question. That was just a couple. Yeah, I'll, I'll add to that, Martha. Um, you know, usually if one person's not interested, in yeah. So we have we have a break, and we can continue okay. this after the break. Okay. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Om Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Om Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance. Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Every two minutes, an American is sexually assaulted. The majority of victims know their attacker. It could be your friend, your neighbor, or someone you met at a party. If you said no, it's rape, and it's a crime. This is Christina Ricci with RAIN. Call the National Sexual Assault Hotline today at 1-800-656-HOPE or visit RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G. Brought to you by Rain and this station. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome back to today's show. You're listening to Arrows Evolution on the Om Times Radio Network. And you can share this show with your friends by going to the link omtimes.com forward slash mobile. With this link, you'll be able to listen to the show without needing to download any app. We're live on Arrows Evolution right now. And I'm with Don Beck and Gerard Getz. And they've been on the show several times. Um, and uh, they are from the tantricsacredjourneys.com. So just before break, I was beginning to ask um, this um, beautiful couple who's been together for 19 years, um, what happens when one person does not, is not interested to pursue anything, to spice things up, not interested in tantra, and um, uh, Gerard just gave a really interesting answer. He says, at times they start getting into these practices and then they fall even more deeply in love with each other and at times they are not into each other and um, that's the uh, start of the end and uh, that actually brought up some stuff for me because I think um, people are so scared about breaking up isn't it um, Dawn? Mm -hmm. Yes it is it is true people are people are are genuinely afraid of change right a lot of people Mm. a lot of us are afraid of change in any direction, whether it is um, whether it is breaking up and being alone, ultimately being alone, whether it is finding out that your partner isn't completely satisfied and you're not this amazing, masterful lover that you thought you were, um, whether it is, oh my God, you know, if it means that I have to change in some direction to please my partner more or to stay in this relationship or to be accepted, it usually boils down to being, you know, wanting to be accepted, wanting to be perfect, being afraid of change, being afraid of being left, not being good enough, right? We all have those those traumas and those old beliefs stuck in ourselves and stuck in our bodies from past relationships, from our parents, from the church, from from the school, from, you know, from, from all the stuff that we have grown up with. And so when a couple comes to us and usually, you know, sometimes it's both people. Sometimes they both have talked and they both agree. We need some extra help. We need some extra guidance. We, we want, we want to be in this relationship and we want to grow Mm. together more fully and more, um, more in love and more intimately and more sensually, awesome. More often than not, when that happens, that's awesome. But that is not what happens more often than not. More often than not, it's one or the other person in the couple that is ready for change, that is needing and wanting change, and the other person is stuck in the fear place where they are afraid of one or more of the elements that we've talked about. So to really establish, as Gerard mentioned, a safe and sacred space for both people, 
You know, if, if the one who's coming to us dragging their feet with their partner who is pulling them along, then I'm going to want to be really conscious about creating a really safe and sacred space, especially for the vulnerable one, especially for the person who is who is scared, who's like a scared little child who is standing at the end of a pool. They've learned how to swim, but they haven't jumped in yet, right? They haven't taken that, they haven't taken that deep dive yet. And so they are standing there shaking. And so to create a really safe and sacred space and to let them know that, that there's some practices that we can teach them and we could guide them through. And if they're willing to Step in just a little bit and give it a try, not believing, not trusting, not knowing what the outcome is going to be, but trusting enough, trusting their partner enough, trusting their partner's choice to seek out some support and some help and some help so that they at least give it a try and then hopefully, and this happens more often than not, they witness results. They witness something shifting and changing towards the positive where it builds their courage. It builds their ability to be a little bit more brave, a little bit more courageous, a little bit more curious about, oh, how can this shift our relationship? What are the possibilities? There's never a guarantee, right? There's always a risk that, as Gerard mentioned, this couple is going to find out discovered that they have danced their dance, their dance, their dance together, and they are now complete in this part of their relationship. That doesn't happen as often as couples finding out that with a little bit of practice and a little bit of courage and a little bit of willingness to open and go deeper and expand more, that what they're going to find is that seed of what initially brought these people together from the beginning. You know, what was that spark? And how can we start to reignite that spark? And that's more often than not what people will find. If they're willing to step in and if and if there's a space created for them from themselves, from their partner and from us that is compassionate and patient and easeful. So that they don't feel like they're being forced or dragged or beaten into the submission of, I need to change everything. I'm no good. I'm a terrible lover. I'm a terrible partner. I need to change everything. I'm not worthy. Because if someone, come, if someone is trying to adapt some change from that perspective, it's like fighting an uphill battle. Mm. Beautifully said. So I really appreciate the the way you are explaining the importance to have some space to allow for that uh, aspect of Tantra, the space, the practice, the willingness, and then support them in connecting with the beginning. And what you're saying is that um, this fear of change is a big part of being, be, people being unwilling. And so the invite is there, the space is there, creating safety is important for them, and then um, having that way of um, helping them connect with the beginning. So I really love what you're saying. So one of the things that um, is in the synopsis is um, the use of Tantra to help couples communicate with each other. So sharing and listening from and with all your senses. So could you give us examples of how uh, one can begin to uh, do these practices, um, say, at your workshop or maybe at home? Sure, Marissa. Um, one thing to remember that's important is that when you do Tantra, you practice. It's, it's a Tantra practice. It's not a Tantra perfect. So a lot of people feel like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm not going to do it right. Tantra is not about doing it right. It's not about right or wrong. Mm -hmm. It's about being present, being grounded in yourself, feeling your inner being, what you're really, your heart of hearts, what that really is. 
what that wants, and moving and communicating and speaking from there, speaking from your heart, quieting your thinking mind. So in our Tantra practices, we have people connect and communicate um, with different sense, their different senses from the sense of sight, gazing into each other's mm-hmm. eyes while you're holding each other's hands, facing each other, and looking into your eyes. Most couples, mm-hmm. they don't do that very much or for very long. We've got that feedback a lot where people go, we've been married 17 years, and they're, do, they're sitting across from each other, looking into each other's eyes, and sharing words of appreciation for each other. And they say, we haven't done this in 15 years. So taking the time to do simple practices of eye gazing, of touch, reaching out and putting your hand on your partner's heart, and they reach out and put their hand on your heart, and you gaze into each other's eyes, and you say a few words of appreciation, very simple very sweet and it goes very deep i mean boy that's why we have clinics in our workshops you know we have this veneer that we all are stand behind or we're underneath it beneath the surface of most of us there's all these feelings and emotions that want to be shared and, and expressed so going back to touch sight breathing together taking a breath together so that now you're into breathing. And then once you start breathing, you give that breath a sound. Ah. Mm. So you become more connected, more centered, more grounded. Very simple. And then from there, you can take off, and I'll let Dawn say a few more things, if you'd like, about more connection. Yeah, we work with modalities of touch, um, really teaching and guiding people into how to bring a variety of touch to each other. Because for most of us, we've learned how to touch from a very young age and we keep touching in that same way or not touching in that same way. You know, we maybe pat each other when we when we hug and we don't really let our hands rest in stillness. Stillness is a really important modality of touch. We teach couples how to connect with each other and hold their hands in stillness so that they're able to send love from their heart chakras down their arms into their hands into each other's bodies wherever they're touching each other's bodies and then to add in different modalities of touch whether it's slow spiral moves whether it's scratching whether it's tapping or kneading or massaging you know for a lot of couples and this is so important in long-term relationships maybe at the beginning of the relationship, you like to be touched a certain way, right? I know when I was 20 years old, there were certain kinds of touches that I really liked, that really turned me on, that really allowed me to feel safe and connected. Now at 57 years old, I'm a different body. My body is different. As a woman, I've gone through menopause. I need more time to feel aroused. I don't get aroused sometimes as quickly as I did when I was 20 years old. So you take a couple who's maybe been together for 30 years, and we'll just use an example of a heterosexual couple, and we'll use the example of, you know, the guy used to touch his beloved, his woman, in a certain way, and now all of a sudden in the last five years, that doesn't turn her on anymore. And he's like, well, what's wrong with me? You know, she used to like this. Why doesn't she still like this? And Mm. where I come in or where Gerard and I come in is say, okay, let's rediscover your beloved's body like your first attracted to her. Rediscover who she is now in her skin, not who she was 30 years ago in her skin, but who she is right now in her skin. And it goes, it's the same for a woman discovering a man's arousal and erogenous zone. Men change also over time. Beautiful. So we are coming up for a break and uh, we'll learn more about Tantra after this. 
Free your mind with Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Om Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment, a philanthropic organization. Their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. Om Times, co-creating a more conscious lifestyle. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Julie Keigel. And I'm Susan Schuler. And I'm Lori Walker. And we are the Psychic Angel Channelers from Angel Talk Tuesday. Tune in every week at 10 a.m. Eastern on OMTimesRadio.com. The angels have heard your call and are here to help. Are you ready to receive? Bathe in the beautiful vibrational frequency to help you heal, expand, and remember your magnificence with Angel Talk Tuesday. What's up? This is Brad and Mike from Lincoln Park for LifeBeat, the music industry fights AIDS. Listen up, times are tough and you get a lot of things thrown your way. If you're being pressured to have sex and you're not ready, then say no. If you're having sex, be smart and use protection. Respect yourself and protect yourself. For more information, call the National AIDS Hotline at 1-800-342-AIDS or log on to www.lifebeat.org. And we are into the halfway mark of today's show. We talked about uh, in today's show the importance for long-term couples to find ways to connect with each other. And uh, sometimes it involves doing new things. And Tantra is one way. And um, um, uh, Dawn Bag and Gerard Getz started to talk about some practices, including eye-gazing, appreciation, and touch that really helps us to start to go deep and feel emotions and feelings that want to be shared. And um, these are practices that as we um, start doing, you start going deeper into it. And uh, this is when time and space might hold still. And uh, so just before break, uh, you were starting to um, uh, speak about um, languaging. So would you like to uh, continue, Dawn? Yeah, so so I'm going to so so first of all though I want to go back to this important piece about change. You know, how as humans, mm. you know, we like to pride ourselves as being open and spontaneous and adventurous. I mean, I'll speak from myself. I like to pride myself <laughs> in being open and spontaneous and adventurous, right? That I that I love change, but at the core, right? There is this piece that wants to be um, static, that wants to rely on the known, that wants to rely on the habitual, that, that, that can feel safe in, for most people, that can feel safe in the things that stay the same. And when we 
when we feel so strongly and we react and act from a place of everything is the same, we really do ourselves and our relationship a disservice because nothing stays the same. Our skin doesn't stay the same. Our bodies doesn't, don't stay the same. Our, our blood doesn't stay the same. Our, our relationship doesn't stay the same. And if we can really look at each other, and this is so important in long-term relationships, and really look at each other with curiosity about what is changing for each of us every day, and really be open to communicating that and listening to the other about that, we could avoid so much resistance to this big topic of change. So I just wanted to, you know, just wanted to speak to that as, a, as, as just an overall umbrella of, of human nature and how contrasting we all are about change and staying the same. And if we can if we could recognize that and honor that and be willing to, to bring that out into the light and really share that, first of all, with ourselves, be open to share that with ourselves and then be open to share that with each other, then we could come to our relationship each and every day as a brand new person, yes, we still live in the same house. Yes, we still have the same kids. Yes, we still love each other. I mean, there are things that remain the same, but, but what, if our, what if our desires and our truths about how we like to be touched and how we like to communicate and what turns us on and, and how we feel safe is, is recognized as in constant flux? How could that change? How we how we hold our relationship and communicate with our beloved. Yeah, that's a really great point. Yeah. So in terms of communication, um, you know, one thing that mm. we like to that we like to teach couples and and work with couples around are these five love languages. So yeah. I'll let Gerard um, continue with it. Yeah, there's the author Gary Chapman. Mm. He wrote yeah. uh, the five love, five love languages, and um, I'll just mention what they are really quick, briefly here. Uh, one love language is touch. Another love language is, is uh, gifts. Uh, another is quality time. Another is words of appreciation. And another one is acts of service. So they could mean different things to different people, but it's pretty clear. So say you're a person, let's say, say you're the woman in the relationship and you want touch and you want words of appreciation. That's what turns you on. And that's what makes you feel really good when your partner touches you and the way you like to be touched and gives you words of appreciation. Now your partner, he's like, okay, love languages. His is gifts. So he gives you gifts. And he does acts of service for you. So he feels like he's loving you, and he is. He's fixing things around the house, and, you know, he's making things for you and making sure things happen the way they're supposed to happen, doing acts of service. But if that's not how you receive love, then it, does, it doesn't register. It doesn't go to your soul, to your heart. So it's good. A lot of people don't know, aren't aware of how they both receive love and how they like to give love. In this book, it's a real simple, simple, excuse me, exercise where you answer some questions with, and, you know, you, on a scale of whatever, whatever. And at the end, you total it up and you realize, oh, like I thought for sure I was a person that the most important thing to me, thing to me was touch. And after I did this exercise, I realized it's, quality time. So being with Dawn, I don't really care what we're doing as long as I'm with her doing something. So I learned that about myself and people can learn so much from this simple exercise of how they both give love and how they receive love. Yeah. So we like to, we like to blend that into, mm -hmm. you know, is that Tantra? 
Not necessarily. Mm. I mean, not necessarily in terms of Gary Chapman probably isn't a certified tantric educator. He didn't study tantra necessarily, but you know how we view tantra is um, it really is expansion through awareness. So it's becoming aware of all these different elements um, in our lives, including breath and sound and communication and intimacy and touch and um, how we relate to one another. And that it really is how we weave all of that together that does create a tantric, um, a tantric practice or a tantric lifestyle. So that's one of the practices that we bring into our teaching is this, um, is this, is this book by, by Gary Chapman. Um, something else that we feel is really important and so many couples have either not dabbled in this or have not, or have and had disastrous results and so they've never gone mm-hmm. back, is how to bring sensual, sexy talk into their relationship, right? For many couples, they're afraid and, you know, we just, we experience this over and over again. They're afraid to talk sexy. What does talking sexy mean? You know, am I going to make a fool of myself? Am I going to say the wrong thing? Or that one time I said that thing and she just flipped out and she was like, that, I, I don't, don't say that. That really turns me off. Or, you know, mm-hmm. they've heard some sexy talk in porn and they've tried to say it that way because it's the only way that it's the only model that they've learned from and their partner, mm-hmm. whether it's the man or the woman, is like, that that just doesn't work for me. And so then, you know, they've shut down and you know, the person who tried it out has shut down. And for most couples, what we hear over and over again is, Yeah, we don't really say that much when we're loving each other we just kind of rely on you know we do this and then we do that and then we you know we touch here we touch there and you know we keep our eyes closed most of the time because we don't really want to you know we don't know how to open our eyes and really look at each other and in terms of saying anything i don't really know what to say i don't know what i find sexy to say what words do i use so we like to encourage couples to be explorative and to experiment and to give each other a hall pass around it having to sound perfect. You know, it, it, the only way we learn about what we like is to try it out. And so we give couples home play practices and some suggestions mm-hmm. of sensual, sexy, erotic talk communication words Mm -hmm. that, you know, for some couples, one word is going to be really sexy. And for another couple, it's not going to be sexy. And how do you know if you haven't tried it? So, you know, bringing in some languaging, whether it's sacred languaging, tantric languaging of referring to each other's genitals as yoni, which is the woman's sexual center, which means sacred space and the man's sexual center, which is lingam, which is wand of light. You know, I hear giggles from couples initially. It's like, well, that's not sexy. All right, it might not sound sexy initially, but if you try it yeah, try, and you practice it. Try it on. If you're a woman, a goddess, you know, sometimes it's it's cool to go, hear your guy go, Man, I, I want to put my cock in your pussy. You know, and sometimes, though, wouldn't it be nice to hear I really like to take my wand of light and explore your sacred space. Like that mm. puts you in a whole different place. Yeah. So there's the mm. sac- sacred languaging, and then there's the naughty, <laughs> the sexy languaging. Right? We're not just proponents of sacred languaging, and we're saying cut the naughty, sexy languaging mm-hmm. out of your relationship. Mm-hmm. We like to talk sexy and naughty <laughs> to each other too. And what does that mean? What does that mean? So different for each and every couple. So different for each and every person about what words they like to hear. If a woman hears her, her man say, my cock is hard for you. My cock is hard for you, baby. For one woman, it might be a turn off. For one woman, it might be a turn on. 
Now, how does a couple know that unless they try it out, unless they're willing to give it a try? And so we really encourage couples to play, to play like, like, like innocent coming into their sexuality, you know, no matter how old they are, whether they're in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 60s, 50s, 70s, 80s, what difference does it make? Play like, like new, like new lovers and really try on some languaging and ask each other and notice what, what it elicits. What kind of response does it elicit? And be gentle and compassionate with the times when it doesn't elicit being turned on and know that, okay, that might not just, that just might not be your case. Might just not be your cup of tea. So let's try something else the next time. Beautiful. Play like new lovers. So more with Vaughn and Gerard after. Best of the conscious minds in the world. Home Times Radio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill, while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Join me, Tammy Adams, intuitive life coach and spiritual healer, for my new show, Karma Talk. Learn how to get rid of your karma so that you can start living the life you are meant to live. I am not going to tell you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. Join me on Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Karma Talk on Home Time Radio. It's on us to stop sexual assault to get in the way before it happens. To get a friend home safe. And to not blame the victim. It's on us. To look out for each other. To, to not, not look, look the other way. It's on us to stand up. To step in. To take responsibility. It's on us, all of us, to, to stop, stop sexual, sexual assault. assault. Learn how and take the pledge at itsonus.org. We are into the last 15 minutes of today's show, and I'm with Don Beck and Gerard Getz, and they are advanced certified Tantra educators through the South School of Tantra and Charles Muir, and you can find them at tantricsacredjourneys.com. We're talking about love for long-term couples today, and today we talked about uh, resistance to change. We talked about uh, the five love languages and uh, different tantric practices that includes, uh, but it's not all off, uh, includes eye gazing, appreciation, touch. And um, we also talked about uh, erotic talk and how to begin to play like new loves. So would you like to uh, elaborate more on any other um, things um, relating to connecting more deeply with your partner? Um, yes, thank you, Martha. Uh, I'd like to go back and speak to about how simple things can be if you have your attention and awareness in the present. Um, I read a quote the other day, uh, uh, yesterday actually in my day timer, from Swami Sivananda, and he wrote, 
put your heart, mind, and soul into even your smallest acts. This is the secret. So that inspires me to want to be as present as I can be. And that's what we encourage people to be with each other, is to continue to be present with each other in not just your energy body, but your all your, with all your senses, your your uh, sense of sight, your of sound, of taste, of touch, of smell, and to play and explore and to combine your combine your senses. And we do that in our workshops and our private sessions. Like you, if you combine sound, you hear music, and you listen to it, and you start moving to it with your partner and you start touching each other and you're dancing. So to combine, you know, um, your sight and your taste, we go out uh, to happy hours a lot and to dinners. And when we order food, lots of times we order smaller portions and we feed each other, not the whole meal, but different bites out in public. And we find, you know, we start, we just do this naturally. And other people around us, after a while, you see, you look around and you see other couples starting doing the same thing. And so it's very inspirational mm-hmm. and it's very simple being present with what's here. You have this beautiful food in front of you, very tasteful, and you share it with each other. You're sharing the moment. Yeah. And it also builds the anticipation that for so many couples is lacking. It's like, okay, you know, you had a, we had a hard day at work. We come home, we make dinner, and we go to bed, and we're supposed to both be turned on and want to make love. Well, what happened to all? What happened to the anticipation? You know, what happened to the to the foreplay throughout the day of maybe texting each other little um, notes about "I love you, honey. I can't wait to to wrap my arms around you and have my have my nose in your hair so that I can smell the scent of you." Or what happened to, you know, through dinner, rather than talking about your busy day and what went wrong, what about reaching over and connecting with each other's hands and connecting with each other's eyes and letting each other know how much you love each other and how much you're looking forward to or how much you're enjoying in the present, sitting and eating with one another and how much you're looking forward to later massaging each other's bodies so that the anticipation of the act of lovemaking is in place always. That it's, you don't just wait until you hop in bed together and then you're supposed to both be turned on. A lot of couples are like, well, why, why aren't I turned on? Why, why is my partner not ready to just have sex? It takes, it yeah. takes some anticipation, and the anticipation is the lovely part of it and the delicious part of it and the exciting part of it that can lead to the lovemaking. Yeah? Yeah. So, um, so important. Yeah. yeah, another uh, important piece, if I can get this in, in communicating with each other. Really keep your lines of communication open. And uh, we have a, a whole sheet, uh, this whole flyer of, there's blocks to listening that many of us do, and there's several different types of blocks. And what I mean by this, I'll give you an example. Rather than being present mm-hmm. and listening to what your partner is saying, you're thinking and trying to rehearse, rehearsing what you're going to say when they're done talking. Rather, I mean, I, yeah. I still do that. I used to catch myself. But to catch yourself, don't judge yourself. Just notice it. Or being distracted. Um, like what say couples come home from their busy day, like Dawn said, and the woman, I'll use this as an example, says, says, you know what happened to me today? And she starts telling the man and about halfway through the man goes, well, why didn't you just da da da? And he's trying to fix and give her advice about what she could have, should have done. And she doesn't want that. She just wants him to listen. We call it the Ashiva post to hold space for her so she can, whatever it is, just let loose what happened to her and share her experience and just wants to be heard. And that's very important to let each other, you know, hold space for each other so we can all be heard. Mm, Yes, agree. 
So So we are almost coming to the end of today's show. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add? Because I want to ask you about what, what, how you guys have been and your upcoming workshops. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we have, we have, we've been, we've been well, um, we've traveled through the winter. We spent the majority of winter in Florida and teaching Tantra out on a cruise ship. We work for a company based in, out of Austin, Texas, um, that charters ships throughout the year and we are their Tantra teachers. So we taught several classes on board a ship floating in the middle of the Caribbean C. Um, it's a, it's nice. a cruise company called Bear Necessities, and they're based in Austin, Texas. And um, we had classrooms filled with 25 couples at a time um, and teaching couples a lot of these practices in a two-hour class. So um, it's been a wonderful winter um, being, being in and by the ocean, teaching Tantra, offering private sessions in different communities in Florida. And we're back now in Boulder, Colorado, and in our home. And we have a couple of workshops coming up. We have um, an introduction to the art of Tantra for couples and singles. So you are welcome to come to this relationship. I mean, welcome to come to this workshop, whether you are in intimate relationship or not. Um, it's an introduction to the art of Tantra, and that's on Saturday, May 20th. Um, this is all on our website. Um, we have, I have a women's workshop um, called Honoring the Wisdom of the Yoniverse, and it's a workshop specifically for women, um, a beautiful two-and-a-half-day workshop that is here in Colorado, August 4th through 6th, where we really go deeply into the divine feminine, really go into the places, um, the celebrations, the shadows, the healing, the awakening, um, a really amazing weekend for women only. And then the next workshop that we have planned um, is actually going to be in Brighton Bush Hot Springs in Oregon, and we will be guest teachers for that workshop. It's a shamanic and sacred sexuality workshop that is October 26th through 29th, and it is in Brighton Bush Hot Springs, which is between Eugene and Portland, Oregon. And then back here in Boulder, we have a couples workshop that is called Sacred Sexuality and Conscious Loving for Couples. And it is a two and a half day workshop for couples only. And it is Mm -hmm. November 17th through 19th. And in this workshop, we really get to focus on exactly what we're talking about today about coupledom, Mm -hmm. about how to stay vibrant and awake and alive in your relationship, about how to bring in tantric practices to create deeper intimacy, deeper connection, vitality, sensuality, eroticism, curiosity, and how to heal and awaken, how to heal the places in us that have gone, that have gone asleep how to heal the places that have been bogged down with trauma of past relationship or even sometimes sexual abuse or emotional abuse and how to awaken the places that are numb with and for each other. So if you want to check out any of those, um, you can go to our website, which is tantricsacredjourneys.com. Please be in touch with us, email us, call us. We're happy to answer any questions. And as always, we're honored to come on to this beautiful show and share with you and your listeners, Martha. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today. And um, uh, remember, we've been uh, with um, Dawn and uh, Gerard um, many times on uh, this um, radio channel and you can find all my past uh, episodes by going to uh, Google Arrows Evolution at a glance. Because if you go into the like official official station website, they have the shows like you know in different formats, and it might be difficult to have access to every single one of them. And uh, actually, my my link uh, links back to the station. 
But you just Google Arrow's Evolution at a glance, you'll be able to come to this page where I've listed every single one of the episodes uh, on this one page. And you can just basically scroll up and down. You can do Control F to search for uh, Don Beck and Gerard Getz's um, previous episodes. And uh, I'm, I'm doing it right now. And previously, they talked about on uh, July 7th, uh, blending your palette and uh, talked about sacred sexuality and uh, today love for long-term couples. So next week, we are going to be talking about sex addiction with uh, Roger Levy. So stay tuned to Arrow's Evolution as we continue exploring the link between sex and spirit. So in the meantime, have a good week and um, this is uh, Masturbation Month. So keep pleasuring yourself and return back into your body. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.